Welcome to the first episode of our Wellness From Home podcast series. Wellness from Home podcast series is all about knowledge and skills that we can offer to help you be effective while you're working remotely and for you to either start or maintain your healthy habits. Before we begin this episode of the podcast series and introduce our guest, a few websites that you can use to take advantage of towards your health and wellness goals. Include first our joinzestwellness.com link. This is where you can enroll in the Zest Wellness platform, which is powered by Virgin Pulse. We also have another link, which is zestwellnesscgi.com. This is where you can find our prior podcast episodes, as well as our webinars and our blog. And then lastly, you can also find Zest Wellness on Facebook. Instagram, and Twitter. We have the privilege of speaking with for this first episode for the Wellness From Home podcast series is Naval from our Zest Wellness team. Naval is known for his high intensity workouts, such as running, but in particular, running on the sand. His favorite book is The Wealth of a Nation. Favorite vegetable are onions. And he's known for his health and wellness philosophy being wellness is a lifelong journey that includes self-development and assessment. Here we go with Naval. And here we are with Naval. Naval, welcome. Hi, Nate. Thank you for having me. Of course. So, Navelle, for someone like yourself, and what I mean by that is someone who walks the talk when it comes to health and wellness, you you constantly try to be your best self. You constantly are practicing your healthy habits. Um, it, when 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 times are different and and at, at home more now, um, I'm what, what's your what's your take on on work life? Work well, uh, yeah, we had this discussion. You and I had this discussion actually last week, and I was telling you I had I had a difficult transition now working remotely because of the COVID nineteen um, pandemic um, right now. So majority of uh, my colleagues at Colonial Group are working remotely, and my biggest challenge was how to um, turn on and turn off work in one the same physical structure, like we identified work as being in a different location, a different physical structure somewhere. I have to um, um, take transit to via foot, bus, or car. Now you bring that home, right? So your mind, so you have to like almost turn on your mind for work and then turn it off for work. And sometimes it becomes very difficult to turn it off because I, I just checked last week. I think it was on a Wednesday. Um, I looked at my clock and it was like 6.30, you know, and I was like, wow, I worked an hour and a half over, you know, over my, my five o'clock uh, uh, turn off time for work. So 
Um, for me, it was challenging trying to find that balance. So my definition of work-life balance was just trying to find, like the word said, the balance between um, prioritizing work and prioritizing life. Um, so how do you um, um, balance those things out? It's, it's a case-by-case -case situation, so it's not like a one-size-fit-all. You know, so it's very case by case um, um, in regards to balance of work life, but there is a common, um, um, uh, I guess, a common factor in regards to that. Um, if you're experiencing any stress, that'll tell you that something is out of whack. You're not practicing proper work life balance at all. So that's the, once you're experiencing some form of stress, you know, one of those triggers, one of those things are off, right? So, for example, if you don't prioritize your work, and you just basically, you know, you're, you're home, social media, you know, like, you're not working at all. You start to see that your, your to-do list start to stack up like the Empire State Building. I mean, literally, you have work from Monday, bringing on to Tuesday to Wednesday because you're not, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't prioritize your work. Now you have this, this um, ratio looking like 70% life and 30% work uh, and vice versa. So, for example, if I'm, um, I'm over-consumed with work, right? and not not caring about life at all like not spending time with if you have a wife or fiance not spending time with your significant other i should say or your kids then you start to see um triggers on that end something becomes out of whack on that end you start to see maybe your kids start to display some type you know form of attitude towards you or your spouse start to display some more to, um some something will change on that end in regards to your consistency in life so but stress is like one of the key, key triggers um, to tell you that your work-life balance is, is basically it's out of whack. But like I said, it's not a one-size-fits-all in regards to finding a solution for that. You know what, that's that's really interesting because what you're saying is for individuals to be uh, almost like aware, aware of their stress, aware of their, their relationships with others and then use that awareness to help with their work-life balance but it's almost you gotta yeah you, you gotta really uh look and, and see what's around you it sounds like right exactly and to be honest with you your awareness um by um i guess you know you start to monitor relationships with your family members and and those and those sorts and starting to monitor, monitor your stresses at work um to be honest with you once you start to be aware then you'll find a solution right so Basically, if I'm aware that, hey, I'm having so much stress at work, why am I having so much stress at work, right? So that, that question comes up, why? So you start to look at the why factor, and then you start to look at things that what you are not doing properly. And then you find out that, hey, my solution is, hey, listen, I need to pay more attention to my work. And then you have a, a good balance going, um, and then vice versa with, with work and, and, and prioritizing your family. You know that, why is my, my significant other showing me this form of attitude or why are my kids so distant from me? Or, you know, why does, does my grandmother say she always see me every three months and stuff like that? Then you start to address those issues, right? And then once you address those issues, the balance starts to occur. So the awareness is key in, 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 in trying to, to solve it. That's why I said it was a, it's not a one-size-fits-all situation. It's case by case. And like you said, you brought it up, awareness is key in trying to solve that. And suppose that across all those cases something that would would never go away regardless is if someone's uh working from home spending more time at home is still their their need to eat um 
and what comes with that is you know food expenses and how that might change while while people are, are at home um, for for yourself and your your financial literacy background and and um, and your insight on that if, if someone were to say Navelle food expenses um, can you help me out right now what, what, what would you kind of say to that individual all right so food expenses at home your food you should you should set up a budget right so basically this is new territory majority of us especially I, I think here in the Bahamas they can speak for us in the Bahamas this is like new territory for all of I guess working class um, citizens right now who, who could do I guess intellectual work at home right this is new territory so you're not going to go to um, the fast food restaurants you're doing lunch break anymore you're not going to go over and talk you know, do those stuff. You're more so in this situation, you're confined at home, meaning that more likely than not, your food intake is going to go up and that's going to drive up cost, right? And especially if you're a person like me, you will be foodie. My wife stay, stay picking on me, especially when I eat up all the snacks. So like literally you'll buy snacks on Saturday. By Monday, we almost got to retool up, right? So basically my food cost is going up because snacks are really, really expensive. So what we thought would be best was um, my work life was I, I kept things consistent when I was, you know, going to a physical structure and working at work. Right. So I um, packed uh, breakfast. I packed lunch and I had dinner at home. So I had I ate three times a day and I three, treat that now at home the same. So I meal prep, I meal prep for breakfast, I meal prep for lunch and I meal prep. Well, not meal pepper, but that's not different. But. That's something that stayed consistent, but meal prepping for breakfast and meal prepping for lunch. Uh, and I found out that that saved me a great, great cost at the end of the month because now I have a little schedule working, right? So just I will work to um, go to work nine to five. I'll treat that schedule uh, the same at home. So, you know, I'll have breakfast at 8.30 at home. So I'm going to work at nine. Um, I might take lunch when I was at work at one o'clock. I'll do the same thing here. I'll take one lunch at one o'clock. I have my meal prep lunch and then I clock out at five and then I'll have dinner um, after that. So I, tr I just bring the schedule home, right? Because if, if, to be honest with you, if you don't have a, a meal prep schedule going on at home, you're going to eat up your whole cupboard of snacks. And before you know it, midway of the week, you almost got to refuel. So I would say um, definitely look at meal prepping. I'll save you so much cost. Um, also, a next key point too, Nate, is um, game those coupons. So I mean, um, save those coupons. So what I do, and this is something that is not um, related to just working at home, but just as saving food um, expenses in general, I um, save up my all of the coupons. Um, my wife and I uh, accumulate throughout the year from grocery shopping, and then we use them. In time. Because that's that's one of the, I guess one of the key key seasons there where you're gonna your food expense is gonna be higher than than any of your food expenses throughout the year, especially during Christmas you're gonna buy ham and turkey and all those sorts. So the coupons um, last year saved us eighty dollars in in, in 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 funds just by saving those coupons. So that's just a food for thought in general. Past COVID nineteen, um, save those coupons um, and um, use them. Yeah, it reminds me of, of thinking uh, like ahead of time. Uh, and, and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you definitely got a plan. That's, that's what this is all about. You know, you, you definitely, in order to succeed, you have the plan. So the meal prep, that's a plan. You know what I mean? Like when we save coupons, we have a game plan at the end of the year. You know, so in order to be successful in this thing, you have to create a plan, right? And be consistent with it. And, and so if we talk about things like that, like finances, um, having a plan, I imagine that would apply to more than just food expenses, but also in general, managing your finances during this time. Um, so before we, yeah. we move on to like uh, away from the, the, the finance subject, curious, Navelle, what would you say just uh, for everyone listening in terms of uh, tips for managing their finances while they're at home right now? Right. So, like I said, Nate, um, this is new new territory for a majority of um, Caribbean citizens right now working remotely, working at home. Um, and this could be, you know, if you're following the news stations right now, local and international, it could be a scary time. And you're looking at your finances, you're looking at, uh, I guess, uh, your job security, you're questioning a lot of things during this period. So, um, I would all I would begin by creating a budget, right? So. Yeah, budget is only going to be created uh, uh, based on on accounting for all your expenses and your your, your housing income, right? So you got to really um, it's almost like creating a game plan, something like what basketball teams do and, and NFL teams do before they uh, play a certain team. So the team right now is COVID nineteen. The team you're playing against is COVID nineteen. So you got to create a game plan for this, um, and that game plan is your budget plan. Like I said, you're gonna assess your, your your annual income. You're gonna assess your, your expenses as well too, and create uh, a strategic plan on that. Like for example, we just spoke about um, the food expenses being at home now is gonna rise, right? So definitely, you wanna look at um, amending your budget in regards to groceries. So maybe increasing your grocery, um, ex- um, um, uh, I guess, cash flow by additional twenty five dollars or fifty dollars. Because now you're gonna get you're gonna be home much more, gonna be consuming much more meals at home as well, and then reduce that cost on the entertainment side, right? So, hey, listen, you're on basically lockdown right now, so I'm not gonna be going to the movies like that. We're not gonna be buying that much fast food. So that cost, what you usually account for an entertainment expenses that you created your budget plan like that on a monthly monthly basis, you just take that 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 expense and then push it towards your grocery side to essential side, right? You want to be much more concerned about your, your essential needs like food and medication and those sorts um, and, instead of just, um, you know, your entertainment on that side, right? Also, one thing you want to do is track your spending. And one of the key things I think us um, millennials have to be cognizant about is when you're using a debit and credit card. So you're stepping into... Um, a movie theater somewhere, or you know, want to buy lunch or dinner, and we just use this card. You know, just give the card to the waiter and just have them swipe it. But you're not really keeping account on how much your expenditure or how much money you're yeah you're spending during the course of that day. You just know that your funds they're available and just have them you know just keep on swiping. And we we don't go and say hey at the end of the day I hope you do the you know check your balance and those sorts. So definitely um right now you should be check, um, tracking your expenditure as well too. And then when you track your expenditure or track your spending, I should say, you will knock off a lot of dead weight. So a lot of stuff that are very frivolous, um, doesn't have any meaning. You you know, look at next month and say, hey, I don't have to necessarily spend money on that anymore. That was an essential at this time. 
you know, so tracking your spending, you definitely, you know, keep you up to date and, and keeping you informed of what things you need to adjust in your budget plan. And Navelle, to ask you a specific there, when you say uh, the ability to, to track uh, things, do you rec- like, how would you, what would you say for, for the how for that? Like, is it someone track even just like with an Excel spreadsheet or pen and paper, or there's a certain type of computer program they could use? Or, or what do you even use yourself for, for keeping track of expenses and, and, and actually kind of getting these numbers from your mind out onto like a piece of paper or a computer screen? Right. So we have technology now. So, well, I mean, back in the day, I'm sure they used to, you know, write it down. Remember when the, in the banks, they had these little books, like they had these saving account yes. books, like yes. Thomas, and then you used to writing it and used to like follow and track your balance that way. So now, you know, we have now um, budget apps, friendly budget apps where you manually put in your, your income and your expenditure and it does a deduction for you and tell you, hey, this is how much money you should be saving at the end of the month when you subtract your expenditures and those sorts. And those, they have a wide array of apps there on the App Store and, and Apple and, and, and um, 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 Samsung users. Um, one other key tool, if you're a Virgin Pulse user, you're part of that's one of this program. We have um, a healthy habit card, and my host specifically for me is to track your spending. That's, that, that's the actual name of the habit is track, did you track your spending today, right? So I have that as a push notification, as a reminder to me to always, you know, look back and just track my spending. And then also I downloaded my, my financial institution. I downloaded their um, app. I'm not going to call the name because I'm not giving any sponsorships. So I downloaded their app um, and I track my spending that way just by, you know, logging in. So, you know what, you know, call your financial institutions, get in contact with them. They may have some apps available out there where you can track your, your, your accounts. You check in a savings account and maybe even your loan if you have one of those as well. Um, and yeah, definitely, you know, look at some of those budgeting apps they have there available on, on, um, through the app store. And I would say if you're a Virgin Pulse user, you're part of Zestmos program, uh, um, have, um, tracking your spending as one of your daily habits, maybe a push notification as well. And another thing you mentioned about, which was, uh, which was really refreshing to hear was that I used the word, uh, like allocation or reallocation, but you're mentioning that. Um, you know, it's it's okay to kind of shift uh, where you, what areas of your life you you spend uh, money in, like different categories. Um, whereas it, it it seemed like someone would think, no, that's that's a big no no. You can't you can't make make changes. But it's it's nice to hear you're saying like, hey, when when times change, you can adapt yourself and you can move things around spend more in a certain category spend less in a certain category and you're, you're saying that's totally okay and, and, and maybe recommended for our financial health yeah definitely definitely um if, if you have room to do so i would just say shift is see the thing is is in, in, in life when you go through challenges it's always a readjustment period right so definitely you know life is not what they always say it's not a destination it's a journey right and if you look at maybe um, driving on a, a guess somewhere on a highway in the United States, uh, driving state to state, and that's a journey. And you have different windy roads, and you have some days when it's going to be rainy, and you got to put on your your floodlights and your your windshield wipers. You may have to drive slow. So all of that is like a is it an adjustment to your. On some things you have to change in order to get you know to continue going right, and that's life right. So 
you know, in your budget plan, some, sometimes you have just have to shift some expenses certain ways um, to, to pay more attention to, like, for example, right now with COVID-19, your main concern is supposed to be about your essentials. So that means your groceries, um, in, in home, water, those sorts of medication, um, making sure that you have life necessities in place. So, yes, you did, maybe time to start taking some of those funds from the, what you call entertainment or frivolous spending and shift them over to the essentials because now that's the important part, right? So it's always an adjustment period. I think, you know, right now, yeah, it's, 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 uh, that's, that's recommended as well. You know, if you see some runway, you could adjust and shift some um, funds on the next end. Definitely look at that. Love that. Love that. Um, okay. So, so far we talked about work-life balance. Uh, we touched on food expenses. We touched on um, uh, best practices uh, for our finances as well. What about, if we, if you don't mind, let, let's go back to a few more minutes here. Let's go back to uh, individuals who, like yourself, who, who are working from home, where it is a transition for them. Um, how do you stay organized while working from home? Pro and con, right? So my wife and I are actually working from home. The pro is both of us is in new job territory, so I'm able to, you know, you know, we, we basically piggyback off each other and actually, like, essentially, like, how you feel so far, you know, day one of working from home, she gives me her opinion and her insight about working from home, I give her mine. So, you know, yeah, you have a little companion, especially with the social distancing thing. At least I have somebody here who we, you know, go through this transition with. Um, but the con of that is... I, you know, the, the, the space is limited. She's on conference calls. I'm on conference calls, Georgia Day as well, too. And I have to set up a space, too. So I have to set up a space actually outside. So first things first, um, create a workspace, right? And that's one of the best ways to stay organized. So create a workspace, you know, get similar, try to get as close to how, how your desk would look at work. Um, where your laptop be positioned. I am fortunate to have a laptop in a little mouse here. Um, you know, I have my 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 um my notepad, my water. I even had coffee this morning. I had all that outside. I really try to make it look just like work. Um, and then set your set your hours right. So I spoke earlier about meal prepping and how I will start my 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 work day at nine and try to end at five. So create a schedule for yourself. Be cognizant of the time. You want to make sure always keeping it back in mind that yeah, I'm home, but it's a work life balance, right? So definitely, you know, set a schedule for yourself. Look at the time. Hey, one o'clock. I'm going to lunch. I'm gonna begin work back at two o'clock. Maybe call your supervisor if you're communicating that way. Just to let them know that my lunch is at one to two, um, and then at five o'clock, you know, you clock out. So you set a schedule for yourself. Or however your schedule works. I mean, nine to five. I'm just using that for reference. Um, make a list. I I always make a list, of, like a to-do list, um, of what stuff I need to tackle on tackle today. And what I do at the end of the day is assess that list, see some stuff, see whatever I got done and what stuff I haven't got done, you know, just bring it over to the next day. But that task will always carry over until, you know, that task is completed. And you make an active, active list, um, writing list for yourself as well, too. Um, yeah, so those are one of the key things. Uh, and then avoid doing housework. Yes, I got to mention that. So if you're working from home, one of the most, uh, I think one of the most things, one of the most um, tempting things to not do is maybe sweep the floor or wash the dishes. So you you may be in your front room or in your, your dining room, wherever you are, or you're in your home office, right? And, you know, you, you walk in throughout your house and you see some dishes 
they're like, oh, I got to wash those, or oh, I got to sweep the floor. One day, I, I did that, I ended up almost cleaned the whole house. So, and then I was like, oh, shoes, I got, you know, still have work to do. So I would say avoid doing housework as much as possible. Do it before work or do it after work. I know it's going to be tempting looking at that because if you got work to do, uh, maybe during your lunch break, you can look at that, um, doing it as well too. But I'm telling you, if you are, you have a lot of work to do and you do it out of the day, when you tend to do housework, you might not get no work done that day. So avoid doing housework. <laughs> Novelle, that's that's so interesting. And and yeah, like I've never heard that before, but just avoiding temptations. Uh, that sounds like such a uh, an effective one in all seriousness. Um, that's <laughs> yeah, so it is, funny. It is. Yeah, avoiding temptation. I also wrote down some some awesome uh, of the other recommendations. You have these keywords of uh, check-ins, lists, and uh, workspace. So you know, uh, establishing your, your workspace. Yep. Um, awesome. So let's let's uh, let's gear towards the end here, and uh, let's let's try to finish on a nice uh, 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 a nice note to wrap things up uh, full circle. Um, for you, especially Navelle, uh, working from home right now, um, in terms of being effective, um, enjoying yourself, kind of similar to the uh, being organized question. Um, but yeah, for anyone listening, how, how do you, what do you say to them uh, to help them uh, enjoy working from, from home? Well, you know, one of the key things is that, you know, you have a little bit of small wins, um, uh, um, advantages of working from home. Um, say, for example, um, I live on one end of the island and my workplace is basically, I should say, in the other end of the island. And, um, you know, I usually have to wake up about two hours, you know, ahead of time to get dressed and to make my commute there. You know, one of the small wins is, you know, it, I'm, I'm able to wake up much later yeah, and, you know, get some work, work out done in the morning as well. And still be on time to work because I mean I'm I'm not really traveling nowhere. It's right here, so you know account for the small wins, you know, and and, and look at that as being, um, well, you know, one of the biggest blessings in the sky is working from home, knowing that a lot of people at during this time and this era, maybe you know, at risk of losing their job, you're still being able to be to work, uh, and plus you have a little small win of you know waking up later to do work. Um, another thing is just you know what just basically um enjoy time spent with your family members during this time as well too know that you have that advantage and um and you're doing work at the same time like i said it's still a work-life balance but working from home like i said it's, it, it has this little wins it has this little wins right and you get to spend that quality time with your friends and family members i had a friend um his his mom and dad uh were, you know professionals and really busy professionals um in competitive industries and i mean they hardly ever used to be home. The time is there. They reach home. He's ready to bed. And, you know, he's up uh, up in the morning. That's the only time you get to, you know, have a conversation with him. So during this time as well, too, like, you know, use this time to, to spend time with your kids, you know, at home. You know, you got your little, little pocket times of your lunch break, um, little pocket times when, you know, it's downtime from work. Um, and just enjoy, you know, control the things that you can't control. Don't flush yourself too much and try to uh, try to get a handle of things that you know you definitely cannot control. Um, you know, just keep keep everything just low key and just enjoy time spent with family. I think that's that, I think that should be everybody's um, um, main objective right now. Just you know, doing work and enjoying time spent with family. 
That's amazing. Um, everything that you mentioned about from the small wins to the piece about family and in all seriousness take advantage taking advantage of this moment in time um and then on the the mindset side you mentioned uh kind of knowing what's in and what's out of your circle of control and and, and keeping that in mind to uh for your happiness and, and just enjoying yourself definitely definitely i think that's um one of the one of the main things that's that has a lot of a lot of people who are working at home right now flustered it's like when you turn into the television, you look at the news and all the stuff going around you and you're getting frustrated and angry at that, but that's some things you just really can't control um, at this moment. So, you know, you know, control the things that you can't control. They have asked for social distancing, you know, they have asked, they have um, suggested the hand washing techniques, um, just to practice, practice social distancing, like I said, but you have time to spend with your, your friends, I mean, your family, I should say, especially your immediate family at home. Um, so, you know, appreciate those small wins because really, you know, it, it's impossible to go here in society and actually be that close in close proximity to anybody else. So enjoy those small wins. Yes, yes. All right, Naval. Well, you know what? Um, the, the beautiful part about uh, this conversation was how much of this was practical, um, different tips and, and, and strategies that uh, essentially anyone can uh, can apply right um, so thank you for thinking making things practical um, and for using our your own experience for us to all learn from yes thank, thank you for having me Nate